everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about Raw, a very fantastic NXT. We have some CWC news, and we have something completely different. But before I get to that, I would like to introduce the sexy Chucky e. T to my Johnny Gargano. You're supposed to yell it. Gargano! Marianne. Hi. How are you? And now for something completely different. And now for something completely different. That is, <laughs> that is a throwback joke. Never been more true. <laughs> How have you been? I've been pretty good. I am headed down San Diego Way tomorrow morning. How nice. To hang out with some family from back east and maybe go to the San Diego Zoo. I'm, Are you heading to Disneyland on the way back? I'm not. <gasps> I know. Um, I almost thought about leaving after I'm done editing. I thought about just getting some gas and heading on down. But <laughs> I, uh, I think I will pass on that. Pass but on that one. I've been pretty good. Lord knows you've been to Disneyland 8 billion times. Very true. Uh, how have you been? Um, Well... Let's just get that elephant off air right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Today, around one thirty or 2 o'clock Pacific time, Germany lost to France in the European Cup finals. Excuse me, semifinals. I'm not so shocked it happened. Bummed, yes. Not so shocked. But after Gomez got injured, I was like, well, fuck, they're out. And then Hummels was out based on... He was suspended, and then Boateng got injured, and I was like, well, we're motherfucking fucked, so... Well, and as you and uh, Dominic know, <laughs> I royally fucked you both over. Yeah, so you did. And I, I tried apologize to, to both of you. I tried to counteract it by getting in the shower early and hoping that we would do something while I was in the shower, like last time, which, update, they beat Italy for the first time ever on the world stage. There you go. Or European stage, even. But but the world was watching. Oh, the world was watching. Um, <laughs> but I got in the shower when it was penalty kicks because we were starting to do pretty shitty on penalty kicks. Uh-huh. And Urzel's like the Shaquille O'Neal with his free throws and he's terrible yeah, at penalty kicks. He did not do very well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I got in the shower and I came out and John was like, bad idea. And they won. And I was hoping that maybe if I got in the shower and hid my tears amongst <laughs> the shower droplets that they would win maybe. And they didn't. And... I'm oh, well. not surprised. I mean, France is definitely my favorite to win aside from Germany because I feel like they deserve it and fuck Portugal. Wow. But I don't know. We played really well the first half and then Boateng got hurt and I was like, God, that's fucking four people that were hurt. Schweinsteiger was playing mm-hmm. with a knee injury. Yeah. yeah. And Kadiro's out. Boateng's out. Gomez is out. I was like, well, we're fucked. Totally fucked. Oh, well. But... I don't know. It was a good Still game, though. Still World Cup champions. Still World Cup champions. You got that extra star. I'll just go home and watch. They have that entire Brazil game up on YouTube, and I watched it the other day and just laughed for the rest of my life. It's the funniest thing <laughs> Was that thing this, like, 9-0 one? Or it was 7-1, like to one, yes. but the, the one was only because Neuer was being nice and let it in, and oh. you could totally tell they felt bad. And I guess a Brazilian, like, magazine or newspaper called them the world champions of sympathy. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious because because they felt so bad that they didn't even celebrate after the second half because they just kept scoring goals and we're like we're was my my friend jesse was like don't even try and upload the brazil germany game on pornhub because they don't allow rape and i was like 
oh oh my god yeah. i feel so horrible for laughing at that but anyways this is a wrestling podcast you guys this is a wrestling podcast but yeah. um, we are gonna talk about the thing that has been a buzz on the internet <laughs> and has found a special place in my heart fresh from watching it marianne is gonna give a reaction on this yes uh we just watched uh this is my third viewing but marianne just oh. watched for the first time did you watch it again with kyle no i wa- just watched it again. <laughs> uh the final deletion from impact wrestling a a opus if you will between Broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero. Broken is an understatement Um, for sure. Marianne, I explained to you kind of the backstory of where we are at with these two characters before you watched it. I need... We literally just finished this maybe five, ten minutes ago. Yeah. I need your reactions. Okay, so you explained the backstory of it, which was helpful, but Matt Hardy's so fucking crazy that it didn't even really need it because I was like, he's crazy, anything can happen. But as I was explaining to you as I was watching it, it was like watching a lot of A&E, like reality TV shows mixed together in one with like the fucking lawnmower thing is like, Oh, it, it was like Duck Dynasty mixed with Gene Simmons Family Jewels. And then there was like moments and, where it was like crocodile related and, and wrestling kind and of. And wrestling. And then there was a couple moments where there was a bit of like holes in there with the dilapidated boat. <laughs> it's I a say dilapidated boat. <laughs> and the giant hole of just like sand and dirt. I was like, this is like watching holes. But yeah. that was fucking amazing. It, it was so good. I have never watched something and like wrestling wise in a while and have gotten so much joy out of watching it. I was so, I was almost giddy after I watched it the first time. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I absolutely love all of it. Grant, yes, it is corny, but it was just, Oh no, but it, it nailed it. It was so good. It, it was corny in the same way that Chikara is corny. It was, I wanted to say it was like Chikara on all the drugs, the Hardy boys have ever done. And with way more money. Lives. And with way more money. it. And I was constantly going, oh, God, is Jeff Hardy wearing a carabiner on that yellow belt? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's my favorite. Damn, those tattoos are sick. Yes. And then he lost. And I was like, I don't even care. Because <laughs> I have expected him to be like, what He'll the fuck bad. ever, yeah. Matt? Just take it. I don't even care. You're fucking nuts. But I, yeah. Th- it's so quotable. And every every part of this could be a shirt. There's obviously the Brother Nero shirt. I knew you would come. The Control-Alt-Delete um, one. The Control-Alt-Delete one. I need a the aerial assault. I need, <laughs> I need just like, I need the, the, the hologram of him coming out of a, a drone. Um him on him on the little lawnmower the dilapid if there's a dilapidated boat if there's a great dilapidated boat shirt i will buy it or the oh shit one. Oh shit yeah oh shit is it right it was also kind of mixed with some star trek stargate kind of bullshit with that whole like drone and ev- it was it was the like drone Doctor army. Who and every it was fucking you know hilarious. what it's it's funny i'm gonna talk to some of my wrestling friends on the twitter and I know they watch Doctor Who, and I'm going to ask them if it reminded them of Are you talking like, about Nick? No. I love how this is Nick the podcast where we shout out people that know, like, half the people that listen don't know. I'm talking about uh, <laughs> Frey. Okay, yeah, I know who that is. Uh, he he is a big Doctor Who fan, and I'm going to actually ask him if he thinks this reminds him of, like, first season reboot. Because when you mentioned that, I didn't even I didn't. Yeah, even I was like, this it. is like Doctor Who. 
And I went, oh my God, it kind of is the like deliberate a weird... tackiness. Yes. Yeah. But so, I got that. So it was fucking hilarious hitting the drones with the guitar. Oh my like, God. And now we know how all the weapons get under the ring. Mowing his lawn like that on purpose. <laughs> Fuck, that is some dedication and I fucking love it. What, uh, I, um, what is it? It takes a lot of gasoline to delete a brother Nero. That was my favorite quote. There's just, just so many things. This is a lot of people, including myself, shit on Impact Wrestling and TNA. Oh, what was terrible. the other one? Oh, I've just bad. flushed brother oh, Nero. I've, brother Nero has been flushed. And then <laughs> Willow comes up behind him. <laughs> Willow emerges. When Willow came up and the internet was watching it live, I almost think Twitter crashed just because it was even more ridiculous. It, it, it's honestly like they were like, what would be so stupid right now? Oh, let's do this. Like, it's so fucking funny. Uh, I was talking to Kyle before Doesn't even we need backstory, it, really. And he was telling me he was reading something like this was one of their highest rated episodes ever. And I... I, kn- I know no one from TNA or Impact is listening or Pop TV is listening, but please, for the love of God, everyone involved with producing, record, everything that had to do with the final deletion, you need to just give them the, the book right now and they need to produce your television show because they are fucking batshit crazy geniuses. Yeah, because there's a difference between batshit crazy and like burning the house to the ground Yes, or taking it and running like, okay, so what is it they say about musicians? Like the most creative, amazing musicians are like fucking nuts. And they're always on drugs. Yes. Well, not even that. Sometimes you're just insane. Why are you giggling, John Pingle? Because I'm just happy we're talking about this. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. It was very funny. Who, yeah, and the Young Bucks said something really funny about Every, it. Mick Foley fucking loved it. Everyone was super positive about it. That was the other cool thing was everyone was like, I'm not sure what I just watched, but I enjoyed myself. And yeah. that was cool. That's how wrestling should be for the most part. Or ju- that's just how things in general should yeah, be. Yeah, and as an American, I will never feel bad about how horrible my English <laughs> accent would be because Matt Hardy was doing, what, a Southern accent, he a did, Spanish accent, fucking he, everything. He called his wife like three different names. Vera and, and, Re- Rebecca. and Rebecca. And we were like, wait, what is her real name? And then stopped caring because it doesn't matter. <laughs> um <laughs> Senor Benjamin, that's actually Senor Benjamin. That's actually Matt Hardy's wife's dad. That's fucking hilarious. Which is even better. Prepare the battlefield for a massacre. And I, what did I say to you? I was like, John, it's not a massacre. It'd just be two people. That's not how it works. <laughs> but okay, Marianne knows more things about <laughs> death than she should. Uh, oh man, I just <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed myself. I when you were on your way here, I got even more excited. I was just very, very, very excited to show people this ridiculous thing. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think I'm going to start if this continues. I think I'm going to start watching Impact. Do you think it's just going to take a turn for just being ridiculous, like unapologetically ridiculous? I hope so. That would be fucking amazing. I really hope so. So that's the type of thing that my brother, like I've told the listeners and you before, my brother, what he really doesn't like about wrestling is people that will in their gimmick or in the promotion that they're working for be wrestling and taking and taking their character or taking like trying to be taken more like seriously like Roman Reigns right. versus people who are clearly not taking themselves seriously Ro- like the new day 
like the new day which my, who my brother loves he needs to watch you need to show him this well, my brother you need oh to yeah he would fucking this. die Please. because he was like it needs to be ridiculous he was like it's a ridiculous thing he understands why i would like it obviously uh-huh. because i see it as i took stage combat classes before oh not even in the same like hemisphere right. marion but it's no, fucking I mean, hard it kind of is. it's fucking hard and i knowing that's the way i watch things is seeing as that how i've act like i did a lot of acting you and i both we uh-huh. we tend to look at things like that from a different point of view than somebody who hasn't done it before yeah but yeah i need to show my brother that mostly because instead of looking at it and going this is fucking ridiculous in a critical point of view it's supposed to be like that and yes, i think my brother ridiculous i think i made it. him watch jakara one time and he was like he was telling me all the type of characters he's like i would love to see this and i'm like okay you really need to fucking watch jakara yeah in my mind going orbit adventure ant <laughs> or my favorite missile assault ant i will not say man ants i want that backpack so fucking bad but anyways we have more wrestling to talk about this may or may not be a long episode yeah so (laughs) if you have not watched the final deletion shame on you please go watch it tna did a smart thing and they put up the whole thing on their youtube page they did they did trick me they put little commercials in there i didn't know that was coming the same um, commercials that they showed on the thing or no like those when they first put it up those commercials weren't in there basically tna is moving to thursday they're basically like you you're at a party with all your friends and then that one friend you're trying to avoid comes into the party and then you leave the party and text your friends that you've left um that's basically what they did that's my analogy the, Wait, fr- can the you friend that you were avoiding was smackdown okay <laughs> and, okay and they were Impact I like way. you left me in the dust with that one. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I thought it went hit, over my head. I thought it would hit better than it did on Twitter. And nope, it didn't. So because <laughs> I live on Twitter. Let us talk about Monday Night Raw where no one jumped out of trees or tried to delete that was anyone. Fucking amazing. But it was still it was a show. It was the 4th of July. I didn't watch Raw. Boo hoo. What the fuck ever. <laughs> I did, however, go back and watch Dean be Dean on commentary. So I'm going so. to uh, <laughs> I'm going to run down Raw somewhat quickly here. We opened with a food fight. Well, now you go okay. Kevin Owens under the table. We open with a food fight. <laughs> That's kind of stupid. I didn't mind it. It had a weird kind of Muppet feel to it, and I don't know why. I mean, some stuff it was like, all right, some of these people should not be trying to act at all. Oh, oh, it was funny on Up, Up, Down, Down. Let's do it on here. Kind of, yes. So the Miz comes, and he's basically like, we're not going to have a food fight. We That's why we, we can't have them on sm- we that's why we can't have like turkey dinner on this Thursdays. This is why we can't have nice things. Yes. <laughs> and it turns into a giant food fight in which there's just chaos everywhere and Kevin Owens is under the table just eating a bag of chips and he comes out from underneath Kevin the Owens table. Kevin Owens is all of us. And he says, this would never happen on Canada Day. And then gets <laughs> hit with a pie. And who threw that pie? I want to know. And I know Kevin Owens has been asking people who threw the pie at him. So If you watch it again, I'm sure you can tell. No, it's a first person pie. Like So the camera goes first person and it's just like a hand pushing first a pie. First person things are always a bad idea. I'm fine with it. I hope, <laughs> I hope he's angry about this until like next well, year. Well, if it was first person, he would totally have seen it coming. Well, then right? he would have he blocked the pie. For if sure. If seen it coming. <laughs> For sure. I'm like pondering it when I'm overthinking it. Okay. <laughs> uh, we had Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, and Heath Slater coming out as Minutemen. The picture of it 
like that they posted on Instagram was the funniest thing ever. And I had complained beforehand, this Raw is not worth it unless we have Uncle Sam Heath Slater again. But this was better. This is pretty good. Didn't watch it, but expected the most amazing things from Heath Slater. So Enzo and Cass come out and Enzo lays down all the presidents in order. You fucking kidding me? No, it was fantastic. Did he say the one that was president twice? Yes. Okay. Yes, he did. He said, "Was that Grover Cleveland?" Yeah, he said them all. Said them all. Yeah, in order. Cass missed all the cheeses, you motherfucker. Get on game. (laughs) And (laughs) they fight, and Enzo and Cass win, and Enzo puts on the wig, and it's fun. He have you seen him with the wig? That thing where he's like has the. I'm. Sure, where he has the what? The little twirly boobs? Yeah, the little twirly wig on, and he's just kind of like staring at the camera like a crazy person, like well, Enzo. Yeah, like he, I feel like Enzo is kind of like, I feel like I've made this comparison before, a lot like Noel Fielding, and if people who know who Noel Fielding is, he's a English comedian, he can pull off any outfit. Not so sure about Enzo, Vince is totally a hat person and can pull off any hairstyle, Enzo can too, mostly because his current hairstyle is so fucking ridiculous. So I'm sure he looked great <laughs> in had, an Enzo way. We had a champion versus champion match. We had the intercontinental champion, The Miz, versus the, I think they started calling it the WWE champion again. So we're already into that, that kind of. Dean Ambrose. The dude. The dude, Dean Ambrose. I'm very surprised they have not made another Dean Ambrose shirt, but maybe he's hit his limit on shirts, which is 7,000. Yeah. Remember that day? I still cannot believe that one day they put out four different designs. And they were all so fucking shitty. Yeah, they were very bad. They put out so many, and none of them are worth me buying. I mean, I already have like 10 million Dean Ambrose shirts. The only wrestler I have more t-shirts of is Joey Ryan, I think. They might be tied. I don't think I... um... Who do I have? A Debated lot of wearing a Joey Ryan shirt today, but changed my mind. I have two Brock Lesnar shirts, and that's all I can think of that I have multiple shirts for people. This is the first time I've seen you. You wear the oh my Bray Wyatt shirt. your Bray Wyatt shirt. Yeah. Most of the time, every time I see you and I notice, it's always I'm a Paul Heyman guy shirt. Oh, and so. I also have two Daniel Bryan shirts. I don't, whatever. Next next episode is when we decide or when we list off how many wrestling T-shirts we have. Yes, I, I do have do a that. list. I don't need to do that. There's quite a few Dean Ambrose ones and quite a few Joy Ryan ones. And I think I have like three or four Chuck Taylor shirts. Dean Ambrose <laughs> wins via Dirty Deeds, gets the pinfall. Which Dirty Deeds do you prefer? Pre or post 2014? Oh, so you are talking about the original Dirty Deeds, yes. which was the weird. It almost looked like Adam it was Rose's f- finisher. Fucking, was it backwards or forwards? He would, one of them was backwards and the other one was forwards. Yeah, which one was it? I think I think it was the forwards. Was the, the forwards, forwards one was one. first. Yeah, the forward one was first, and the other one was backwards because I remember him doing it to Seth Rollins on the table. So I prefer this because I'm a sucker for a DDT. And I prefer I, the forward one. Really, you don't like the double arm DDT? It doesn't. It doesn't look as badass. I well, he's paying tribute to McFoley, whose finisher was the double arm DDT. This is true, and I I like it. I like a double arm DDT. I'm I'm down with the post 2014. Is it post 2014? Which one was um, Drew dropping it? McIntyre's finisher. The Galloway. It's it's basically this. It's the same thing. It's more yeah. Because I knew they were the same, same but I don't remember if it was pre or post 2014 Dean Ambrose. So well, I mean, let's face it, and this is no because Drew Galloway's been amazing on the Indies. Uh, He was he was irrelevant in WWE. 
Let's be honest. Yeah. He was in three-man band, and they fucking wasted him. Five-man band is better. (laughs) Almost wore that shirt today. (laughs) So Seth comes down as Dean is walking up the ramp. and Dean flip him off? No, Dean gives him the old attaboy and... No, because I could have sworn like the he did a gesture right afterwards because our friend Jaron sent it to me and I was like, did you flip him off? Because he fucking would. He might have. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. But Seth comes out and he's kind of talking. You know, he's talking back to him and Ambrose goes, "Okay," and gets in the ring. He runs out immediately, rolls out of the ring and goes to commentary. But he goes to the Spanish commentary and puts on the headphones and we hear Spanish commentary for about a minute. Of him talking, of like he basically the best day of their life. He basically just says, uh, "Dean Ambrose, Campionados." I can't remember what else. De he parejas. Says. Oh, <laughs> no, I can't remember what else he says. But uh, then we have the Rollins Ziggler match, and I'm very just uninspired by Dolph Ziggler. I he tweeted some funny shit today, though. I hope. I don't even know if I hope. I hope the brand split does him well, but I. I don't know. I think he just needs to move on. I think he just needs to ride it out. At the end of that, though, Seth took the mic and was like, blurdy, 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 blurdy. Seth's better on the mic now than he was before he got injured. Is that just me? Uh, I I agree. I'd say he had some time to do some stuff. Because he still sounds think way better. He sounds way better. I just... I don't know if he's at a higher level yet. It didn't keep me it didn't keep me from watching Dean's face that entire time. He was making the face that just screamed, sit the fuck down, you're embarrassing yourself. And yeah. it was hilarious. It was so funny. Uh he then Dean told Rollins, fine, you can have the belt and threw it at him and then dirty deeds him through a table. There you go. Because he's not a very, what's the term, materialistic person. No, he's not. We'll, he's not. We'll get In real to, life either, I know we, we'll, get, we'll, get to, <laughs> we'll get to that a little later here. Thanks, Colt Cabana, for teaching me that one. <laughs> so the commentators, they are talking, and we hear something we have not heard in a long while. We hear, I'm not going to do it, but we hear the words, excuse me, and out comes Vicky Guerrero, and she is also campaigning to start running SmackDown. And these two security guards come out, and she slaps the shit out of one of them, and she is taken away. Wearing her trademark cougar necklace. Wearing her trademark cougar necklace, and yeah. So there you go. Damn it. We still don't know who's going to be running SmackDown. Despite Shane saying he was going to run both. And Shane's been gone for a little while. I feel like we haven't seen Shane in a couple of weeks. Well, remember when Dad Kane went on vacation and there was great pictures of Dad Kane? There should be great pictures of Dad Shane. Dad Shane. (laughs) We get another Let's Make Darren Young Great Again segment, and it's just please debut him already. You should have. Why did you not debut him on the 4th of July? Bob Backlund, because the Candyman can. So Bob Backlin <laughs> gives Darren Young the crossface chicken wing, despite Bob Backlin writing over the rights to the crossface chicken wing to Marty the villain Mighty Squirrel. So whatever. So there you go. Darren Young's got a new move in his arsenal, and they're still commu- they're still communicating via video screen from like ten thousand miles away or some bullshit. <sighs> We have beam me up, Scotty, John Cena and the club. John Cena comes out and, you know, he talks about Patriots and he talks about the Patriot. He does that thing that I was trying to avoid being overtly American on national TV for like three hours straight. I was like, "Mm -mm, 
I'm going to go eat some shish kebabs or whatever the fuck I ate on Monday. I don't know. I ate, shish kebab. I ate a shish kebab on Monday. My brother cooked, and he's a great cook. He is. So. Confirmed for all the listeners. Confirmed. If he wasn't such a dick, he would probably make a woman very happy because he can cook. But he's a dick. <laughs> so, John Cena comes out complaining about the club. The club comes out, and we get my new... Fi- the club has been, for me, pretty entertaining. I I enjoy them. They We get the, the new hashtag, beat up John Cena. Um, AJ's rocking it pretty well. It's It's been pretty funny. The segment I thought was pretty funny, especially when they talk... when. Uh, hey, Carl, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, I'm probably going to hang out with my hot Asian wife. And then we're going to go get some dinner. That's such a ridiculous fad right now. And then for and American then, men. And then I'm going to beat up John Cena. I thought it was pretty funny. And then they just decide to go beat up John Cena because, as they say, nobody likes John Cena. He has no friends. But lo and behold, here come Enzo and Cass to save the day. So they save John Cena. And now I believe at Battleground, we're going to have the club versus John Cena and Zoe and Cass. I believe it would be incorrect to say that nobody likes John Cena. I just feel like everybody on the roster is annoyed or indifferent to John Cena. Basically, yeah. WWE fans, even that guy who's like famous for hating John Cena is having a very hard time hating John Cena. No, we I I feel like we as a community do not Fucking hate John Cena. Love him. You you saw that love is what is it? That he that they posted. I did not watch that video. It was fucking. I heard it was very good. Incredible. I saw the gifs of it. It was fucking incredible. I'll post it in the show notes. John it Cena was, did it was like honestly, a. It was basically like a PSA. It, right? it was fucking so good. And when you and it doesn't even have the one that I watched. At least wasn't even WWE anything at all. Oh, hmm. At all. It was and when he did it, there's a difference between being scripted. And saying what you're supposed to say and seeming very disingenuous yeah. or saying things and you can tell that everything behind their words, it, they mean it. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible to watch. And people on Facebook, ooh, name dropping Facebook, whatever. People that weren't even, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Name I, dropping <laughs> Facebook. I'm friends with Facebook. You know, Facebook, we're friends. <laughs> I'm so pissed off at myself right now. I found out about it via a friend of mine. Who isn't even a wrestling fan? That's and people were blowing up it. it. And I was like, good. And I posted it and I was like, God fucking damn it, John Cena. Why are you so hard to hate, man? Like, I'm seriously. Fine with it. We need somebody like him. He's Except honestly that, so yeah. great. And then he did that thing with a little kid. I can't watch those. I watched the the last one he did. I, nope. I can't do it anymore. Not It, it makes me very sad. <laughs> I get very emotional watching those. I just because he's just being really cool to a little kid. He's and I'm oh, like, he's eh. genuinely just really cool in like general. And I can't remember who I was talking to. Wow, that made no sense what I just said. I can't remember who I was talking to, and they're like, "Oh yeah, remember your backpack?" And I was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> I have a John Cena CM Punk backpack, and I have taped over John Cena and put the Dean Ambrose thing on top of it yeah because i'm a mark but i love john cena i just don't want my identity as a wrestling fan to scream i love john cena does that make sense i hear you that makes sense okay yeah although at fanime when somebody when our friend don went john cena and like 20 people around us in various directions <laughs> were like do 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 it was a powerful moment but yeah was that the end of raw 
Like I said, I didn't know it was it. not. We had a oh, that's three hours. Just kidding. We had a new day. Wyatt segment. What the fuck is in up which with that? Basically, basically what's going to happen is the Wyatt's are broken. Matt Hardy and new day are a bunch of brother Nero's is what's going to happen next week. Because apparently the Wyatt's have challenged the new day to come meet them on their territory and fight them with the same accent. Yes. And Luke Harper's like, nah, man, ain't gonna have none of that shit. Luke Harper, he's just chilling somewhere. I don't know where he is. I bet you he, I bet you everybody, he makes an appearance in that. Everybody has been, all of the drafts that I've been seeing, everyone's been breaking Luke Harper away. I think Bleacher Report did one and they broke Luke Harper away and they were like, he's too good to be part of this. He should be on SmackDown by himself. He's fucking amazing. He's so, so good. Him and Cesaro. Xavier. Xavier is he is spooked he is not having it he says this is serious this is this is real i'm scared you guys should stop being like ridiculous people it's been fun up until now but and biggie was like i don't know how yeah and, <laughs> uh, it ended with woods walking away from them and yeah being a baby then we had a i don't know it was a multiple man u.s versus world Whatever. i didn't watch it uh u.s <sighs> you know what though i did watch the end where Zack Ryder got the pinfall to help you uh, Team USA to victory, which was very odd. He has had such a weird career since. Always. I mean, always. But <laughs> yeah. He's had such a weird couple of months ever since winning the You were like, which is title. weird. And I was like, everything Zack Ryder does is weird and doesn't fit anywhere. So that was that was raw. Now, can we please talk about... Probably one of the best NXTs in a while. Remember when you said you weren't going to watch it? No, I said I hadn't watched it because I... Oh, it probably got autocorrected. Oh, probably. Because I definitely read that is, uh, didn't watch it. And I was like, well, you need to watch that Bailey Alexa Bliss match because it was fucking good. Um, so good. I have always been a fan of Alexa Bliss. She has won my heart. That counter of the turnbuckle counter one. Do she, you remember that part? She's won my heart. She's fucking great. She should, they should just give her every championship. She's every her. character she's I've ever played in every show ever. So we opened, <laughs> we opened NXT with Bailey versus Alexa bliss. And this match was fantastic. Um, I have written down Alexa's my new favorite, as I already said. I have a Corey Grace quote of the week. If there is an Alexa Bliss shirt, I will purchase one. I love how she does a chokehold and she looks so much like Undertaker. Or Undertaker looks like Alexa Bliss. That sounds better. I like that better. Yeah. Uh, that forearm in the corner when she knocked knocked out Bailey, I, I had to watch crazy. it three times. Holy shit, that was nuts. And then she did that... that it wasn't a sunset flip. It was in the corner. Yeah, yeah the turn. It was really cool. It was kind of a sunset. Flip, it was yeah. really cool, but it makes She's me so really happy every time they announce that Bailey's from San Jose because I'm like, hey, I'm <laughs> from there technically around that area. Yep. But my Corey Graves code of the week was when they were talking about Alexa Bliss having broken up <laughs> with Blake and Murphy, and Corey Graves says, "You've been dumped a lot of times. I'm sure you got a lot of nice euphemisms for it." And Damn. I was like fuck and of course that's cold-blooded no tom phillips just no sold it like he usually does i like when he knows and he just doesn't say anything yeah because it gives Corey graves absolutely no satisfaction whatsoever <laughs> like <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice there's some there was something on alexa bliss's lower back did you notice and i i'm asking this mainly to men because it's a well-known fact that she has a nice ass but in <laughs> when you said i was like 
Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I couldn't tell what it was. And I couldn't help but think for a second that it was an epidermal piercing because she has so many ear piercings that it wouldn't surprise me. But it also had kind of a shiny part to it, kind of like it was the saran wrap they put over fresh tattoos. Huh. But it was her lower back. And I noticed like the shine first. And then it looked like, because you know, some people have dimples right there. Yeah. But they make dimples, like piercings that are like that. And then every time she got slammed, I was like, fuck, fuck. Like, I don't that think would she, hurt. I think she would, I would hope she would be smart enough not to get those piercings. It would be fucking, well, it's dumb enough to have a navel piercing. That's true. So that's such a bad idea. I know somebody who was a dancer that did a, um, a backbend bridge and it ripped out. So Ugh. that's not a good idea in general, but it looked like that. I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but I, every time like, and of course I never showed it, but it was really weird and I couldn't stop like trying to figure out what it was. I don't know. That match was fucking great though. And then Nia Jax came out wearing normal clothes and shocker. Those weren't flattering on her either. So, <laughs> so yeah, Bailey wins a very great match. And Nia Jax comes out and is like, you're stupid. I don't know what she said. I she wasn't even her. mean. It was like so lazy. But like, so she's so goddamn pretty. Can somebody do their jobs right and make her look like as pretty as her face is? I'm gesturing like I'm some kind of Italian <laughs> jackass. But like, she's so pretty. But even her clothes just like don't fit her right. And it pisses me off as a girl. Fashion corner with Marianne. You should figure out. <laughs> you should figure out what she should be wearing, and email I don't know, them angrily. Have oh, I don't know. Our friend who's an artist sketch it and just send it to her and be like, oh, you yeah. sh- this should be your outfit." K bye. And I would write K B A I because that's the sassy girl I am. Uh- <laughs> Something to dwell on. You have you have the resources. <laughs> This is true, but I kind of don't want to pay her to it to do it. I will ask her to do a Tommy End picture for me. <laughs> but the Blake and Murphy versus Hype Bros match, I did not watch because I don't care. You didn't have to because it was randomly interrupted by the man yeah, beast Rhino. I saw it and I was like, Rhino, what are you doing here, buddy? Rhino wants a job and he's probably going to uh, get one. I was like, y- you lost? the Blair and split, huh? so. But Corey Graves did a Kardashian name drop. But other than that, I fast forwarded. We had the uh, Shinsuke Finn little video package, which was cool. I mean, all their video packages are Dude, great. baby Finn, or young pictures of Finn, like, just scream some 41 to yes. me with his bleached hair. I was like, he looks like Derek Wibley or whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. You guys know who some 41 is, right? Right? I hope so. If you don't, you should not be listening. No, um, they, should, they should still be listening. With half their brain cells. Whoa. But Corey and Tom are morphing into weird swoopy hair twins. Did you notice? Yeah. I was like, is that what happens when you work with Corey Graves too much? God help us if Mauro Ranallo gets paired with him and develops a swoopy hair. I can't wait. I <laughs> no. Fucking, I cannot fucking wait. That better be SmackDown's commentary team. He's so good. Then we had oh. our main event of the evening. We had American Alpha challenging for the NXT Tag Team Championships against the Revival in a two out of three falls match. And it took forever for even one fall to happen. Hey. Sigh. The Revival's music is almost as bad as they are. Man, let me tell you right now, I think this is the best match they've had. Probably. No, Um, it it was not all that bad what I did pay attention to, but most of the time I was just like, they fucking bore me. I... I thoroughly, well, okay. The Revival remind me a lot of old 
NWA, WCW kind of a th- obviously they keep con- they're a throwback they're a throwback yes but they do remind me of a team. It's also Thursday. <laughs> it's also Thursday currently. Yes. And well, <laughs> when you listen to this, it'll be Friday. It'll be Flashback Friday. Oh, uh, way yeah. back Wednesday. Way back, I had ones for each day of the week. At you one did, point. yeah, oh, but God. they were stupid anyway. <laughs> I really like the revival. They just remind me of an old school tag team, and I like how they work with American Alpha. Um, this match was was great. When we got the first the first fall, or not the first fall, we had submissions. Everything was. It was like watching a soccer game. It took forever for something to happen, and I love soccer, but I was like, this is going on way too long. I I I really liked this match. I got kicked into nap mode, man. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this match. And just the, they countered each other's finishers at one it's point. True. And it was really cool how Jason they did Jordan it. with that hot tag. Yes. With that hot tag genius he got. And the the flying headbutt by Gable. Holy it, fuck, man. And then the shatter machine on the apron. Like, holy shit. This match was, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was their best match against each other. And I think this is at least on some sort of stage, like the third big match yeah and yeah i really enjoyed this match and uh the revival retain which probably means we'll be seeing american alpha on raw or smackdown very soon we'll get to that did you watch bracketology i did not that's the note i have right after that i did not and that is actually also the note i have right after that okay so if you didn't watch this you guys shame on you it was super duper good so they posted the official bracket for the cruiserweight classic and the bracketology thing, it featured Marwan Allo and Daniel Bryan going over the plans for the classic. And they did a few competitor highlights and yes. such. And featuring they did Zack Sabre Jr., Jack Gallagher, the Sierra Brothers, Kota Ibushi, Rich Swan, both Ciampa and Gargano. TJP. And TJ Perkins and Brian Kendrick, who were guests at the table. And some things that I learned... Or other than Brian Kendrick is Daniel Bryan's absolute favorite and he wants him to win really bad because their history is so long. Yeah. It was a great interview with him. I I did watch the sit down with TJP. I watched a little bit of he it. He has been wrestling longer since 13, since than everybody. No, longer than Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Longer than Daniel Bryan. The most out of everyone, including Brian Kendrick, except for Tajiri. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to get around to watch this. It looks like He's only 31. Does that dude look 31 to you? He no. looks my age. I'm 26. Well, I've I've been watching him wrestle since I was 22. But anyways, if you didn't watch that, I refuse to plug the <laughs> network. Y'all know where to find it. But some things I learned other than that, since he was 13, fucking yeah. hell, he has such a pretty face and I can't help but think, have you ever thought of uh, pursuing drag? I have two words for you. Fifi O'Hara. Look it up. Um Zack Sabre Jr. dropped Harry Potter reference, as he should. Uh, Jack Gallagher is from Manchester, which I figured out. And I went, hmm, I wonder where that last name come from. (laughs) Cough Oasis. Uh, Gargano claims to have always been a singles wrestler. And I got me thinking, wait a second. Didn't you technically have a tag team with Chuck Taylor where you dance like the adorable goobers that you are? What? (laughs) And I think I think Chuck Taylor actually said something about it, too. And I was That's like, great. that is excellent. Corey Graves kind of glossed over the matchups, forgetting Bulak, which is a crime where I come from, and had this to say about Ciampa and Gargano after it talked about them. Also, now we know that Gargano's wedding is in September. But Oh, did he say that? Yeah. Good for um, He said, I quote, <laughs> I personally hope they both lose. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which is weird. Well, I guess you know what? That could technically happen. They yeah. could get double count outed, but I don't think they're going to do that in this tournament. It had an appearance by Trips also. I Yeah. And he revealed that he it wasn't even a debate with him. Like when they were talking over who was going to do the Cruiserweight Classic, he put Maro Nalo and Daniel Bryan at the top of the list and was like, no, it has to be them. Which is great because he doesn't always see eye to eye with Daniel Bryan, really. Yeah. And I've always wondered, how do you pronounce his canyon? Is it semen? Can- canyon semen, yeah. You're a volleyball player, bro. What are you doing? Well. Well. But he was on there too. Um, now, you have the bracket in front of you, correct? I do. Go through it, and I want you to give me your quickest educated prediction on who's going to win. Keep in mind the people that I just listed that they did the features of. Um, do you just want me You want me to go over every match? You want me to say these names again? I got called out on Twitter because I'm so bad at pr- pronouncing them. Um, I can do it because I have them written down. Go for it. Do you have the actual matchups written down? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Okay, so on the left and side ha- of the bracket. And I have my bracket filled out. You have yours filled out. I did not fill one out. I just have the first one down the side, which you have too also. Yes. Um, So I have Kenneth Johnson, who's from the U.S., versus Akira Tozawa. Tozawa, come on. Okay. Jack Gallagher versus Fabian Rickner. Jack Gallagher. Obviously, because they featured him. Tajiri versus Damian Slater. Tajiri. Alejandro Saez versus Gran Metallic. Gran Metallic. H. Sierra versus Bulak. Oh, Gulak, come on. But then they did do the, the feature on the other guy. Don't care, Gulak. Gulak, my boy. I love him. Sabre Jr. versus Tyson Ducks. Come on. Sabre Dukes. Jr. <laughs> Noam Dar versus G. Sierra. Noam Dar. So both of the Sierras get kicked out in first round. Interesting. Dravari versus Ho-Ho Lun. Ho-Ho Lun. Okay. Raul Mendoza versus Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. Anthony Bennett versus Tony Nice. See, this one was a little hard for me. I went with Tony Nice. Okay. Kote Ibushi versus Sean Maluda. Ibushi. Cedric Alexander versus Clément Petois. Cedric Alexander. TJ Persons versus, God damn it, this one, Demac. I was so upset when I read that one. I was like, well, TJ Perkins, obviously. TJP. Why do the Germans have to lose for me right now? Gargano versus Ciampa. This one was very difficult for me, but come on, Johnny Gargano. You think so? Yeah. Okay, Mustafa Ali versus Lince Dorado. Lince Dorado. Rich Swan versus Jason Lee. Rich Swan. You would have trouble pronouncing these names. I did have trouble pronouncing what? these names. Remember, How? we went, we did them, and I couldn't pronounce like half of them. Noam Dar. No that one. No, it was um, the Sheree one. Shahara. Uh, See, I already said it wrong. I don't even know which one you're talking about. The the one who faces Gulak. Clément Petois. Oh, Sira. Yeah. But I didn't do the first names. Oh. That's why. Because oh. they're both the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if we go from there, my the next rounds would be Tozawa versus Jack Gallagher, in which I have Jack Gallagher winning. Yes, same. That I T- would say. Tajiri versus Grand Metallique, which I have Tajiri winning. Hmm. Oh, because... Also, side note that I actually don't have written down, uh, Tajiri signed a contract with WWE, so he will be making his return to other things. My eyebrows itchy, and I'm trying not to jack up my eyebrows. (laughs) So yeah, Tajiri is signed past the uh, Cruiserweight Classic, which is great, because I love Tajiri. Uh, Gulak versus Zack Sabre Jr. Fuck, seriously? Zack Sabre Jr., come on. Oh, Bulak. Gnome Dar versus Ho-Ho Lun. I have Ho-Ho Lun winning that one. Uh, Kendrick and Nice. I have Nice winning. Abushi, really? Yes. 
um, Abushi and Cedric Alexander. Ibushi. I have Abushi winning. TJP and Johnny Gargano. Oh, I have oh, TJ Perkins. I have Johnny Gargano winning. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, How long is this supposed to go till? I think it goes till Aug- end of August. I okay. think. I'm not sure. Lince Dorado versus Rich Swan. I have Lince Dorado winning. Mm-hmm. And then we have, so it goes Jack Gallagher to Jerry. I have Gallagher winning. Zack Sabre Jr., Ho-Ho Lun. I have Zack Sabre Jr. winning. Do you so. think Zack Sabre Jr. is going to win the whole thing? Yes, I do. Okay. Agreed. So Gallagher, Sabres Jr., and Sabre Jr. goes to the finals on that side. Nice, Ibushi, Ibushi, Lince Dorado, Gargano. I have Gargano winning that. So Gargano goes to the semifinals and loses to Kota Ibushi. Finals is Zack Sabre Jr., Kota Ibushi with Zack Sabre Jr. Okay. winning. I, I agree with that now that I think about it. Okay. I am more excited for the crazy, the hopefully they do it, the crazy matches with the people who have been eliminated, like the six-man tags, the tag team matches. Yeah, I can't wait for just more more showing of Rich Swan because you and I both met him. He's yes. fucking hmm. nice. He has so much energy. He loves what he does. It showed the backstory on Bracketology, which I already technically kind of knew, but he just deserves it. He deserves to be where he's at. He loves what he does. He's super, super nice. Yeah. And I, I'm just so happy for him. So whatever good comes of that for him is just excellent. And I know that a match with another, like a Lucha style wrestler, like well, he's going against Lindsay Dorado, right? At some point. No, he's going against uh, Jason Lee, but I just love to see him in matches like yeah. against people that have similar uh, style to him. Yes. But yeah, there's the cruiserweight stuff, you guys. Did you have anything after this? Because I have unfiltered review. I have a bunch of stuff. We can talk about unfiltered right now because I watched both of them. You just watched it. Yeah. So I watched the page one yesterday, I think, and Uh I watched the Dean Ambrose one. Thank fucking God it aired before (laughs) I came over here. And then you watched it right afterwards. I watched both of them today. So it's the second season and I was super stoked to finally watch it again. I fucking love this show. I fucking love Renee. Fucking deal with it. Um. So Summer Rae, she's a great interviewer. She's just I really fucking, enjoy she's both so of real. Mm-hmm. She's so real, and yeah. people are so used to seeing her. Like, oh my god, I love her so much. Her and I dress very similar, though. Like, huh. very. I am rocking the leggings with t-shirt look right now. <laughs> leggings as pants is the way to go. But anyways, Summer Rae and our truth dubbed Truthy by the two of them, by the way, um, had a segment called, and I thought hopefully all episodes, but then they did it in the next one, and I was like, this is amazing. Yes, but. He said, he said she, she said, said where they asked those choice questions. Yes. I'm going to ask these questions to you and you answer them. Oh, okay. Okay. Ricky Martin or Enrique Iglesias? Um, I guess Ricky Martin. Okay. I really don't care either way. Lip sync battle or karaoke? Oh, karaoke. Ooh, I chose lip sync battle. But mm. then again, I love drag queens and I would rock at a lip sync battle. Biggie or Tupac? Road Dog's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> that was t- it had to have been on purpose it's notorious big people that's where it's at no no offense to i tupac. picked tupac no i listened to i listened to notorious big rap and i think to myself what the fuck happened to hip-hop that's a lot of stuff that happens nowadays. <laughs> but in this particular episode, she interviewed Paige, who was rocking fucking Jordans and cat socks. Are you going to ask me the other questions from the next episode? Um, I don't have them, although it was Jon Snow versus, and versus Khaleesi. Khaleesi. And Khaleesi. then <laughs> fucking R-Truth. 
You fucking idiot. Shrek is Scottish. Yes. Oh. And, and then the- there was the new ghost. I thought the new Ghostbusters versus the classic Ghostbusters was a weird How fucking How great question. was Jack Swagger, though? What did he say to her? I don't even... It doesn't even it matter. It was so ridiculous. He came Hipster. in... It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. He looked like... Side note, this is an inside joke. Nick Dale. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, my God. He looked exactly like Nick Dale. But and that just occurred to me right anyway, now. Anyway, back to the page interview. Um, with the segment Twitter talk, someone asked what the most embarrassing song on her iPod is, and she doesn't consider anything embarrassing. Same here, Paige. What's the most embarrassing song on your iPod, John? Also, I don't own an iPod. Yeah, I. that was a, such a weird, dated question for someone to ask. I listen to everything on Spotify. Um, what's the most embarrassing thing I have on my on my... I'm really not embarrassed of any of the music I Same. listen to. I mean, um, and then Renee fr- rephrased the question in a genius manner, which I totally would have done. But <laughs> not tooting my own horn, I'm serious. That's exactly yes. what I would have done. But if we were in a car with uh-huh. somebody and it came on, what song would come on that you feel like you would need to apologize for? Uh, I honestly don't know. Like the other day, um, Hanson came on my 90s mix and I was like, yep, this is happening right now. And I wasn't. Did you immediately think of Young Bucks? I did. Okay, good. And then, <laughs> and then I, I actually, um, you know how like the track was almost over and I brought it back to the middle just to see if anyone would be like, please change this. But On Spotify? Yeah. Oh my God. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even care. I play the same shit like over and over and I am completely, I want to use the term unabashed. Mm-hmm. I listen to the Backstreet Boys all the time, <laughs> all the time. Shout out to scott parker who liked my instagram picture today and i and i was like you would you fucking backstreet boys mark (laughs) you fucking mark but aren't they back in shikara again i don't know i have no fucking idea but (sighs) i thought okay what's something i would apologize for but i would say i'm sorry and then follow with fucking deal with it so if like or if the Bee Gees came on in my car and I would look at somebody and be like, if you don't fucking like the Bee Gees, get the fuck out of my car right now. That is unacceptable. I'm serious. All right. That's the Bee Gees are fucking great. I hear you. But the other question was, would you rather have a cat sized elephant or an elephant sized cat? I thought I'm a dog person. I also thought that. But I if if I really Elephants, had to... uh, cat sized elephant. Yes. For sure. Yeah. The other one would just be if it was a dog, it would just be Clifford. Yeah. Which I would be fine with. I would not. But, <laughs> I'd ride that thing all over the place. You what was the What was the show that they teased? Freak in the streets and boring as hell in the bed. <laughs> I loved how much they just let loose and swore on. I know great. they did. They, she always does that. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the. Page technically, interview. that interviewing in the bed thing is already something that exists on YouTube, and it actually used to be done with Joan Rivers. Oh, R.I.P. But anyways, the one everyone was waiting for, the Dean one. <laughs> she hounded Dean for wrestling in jeans. The entire episode. He was, dude, he was such, he was such a mark for him. He was just like totally in character. It was amazing, and they, I really they both it. like. I what did I say to you? I was like, they're so they play off each other so well in kayfabe. I love, I love that. Yeah, but they broke it down at the end. Oh no, because she fucking she broke she him, and it was said, brilliant. Well, and she said. It was because it was the pronouncing the how they were pronouncing words. No, and, well, and she and he told the story like she was on Wikipedia for an hour and a half. And you know oh, she that's fucking how you was, say it. yeah. 
So it was almost like you could tell they were in a relationship. Yeah. She asked him why he had to go to the chiropractor and he compared his back to a paperclip that's been all like fucked up. Yes. (laughs) And then he had that the fact that he scarfed down a cheese coney last year in Cincinnati and almost threw up in the ring. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. That was really good. That and when she asked him like what's something you can cook and he was like happy bowl sandwich. And she's like why is it called that? And he was like because it's a bowl of happy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We need to make those. And the fact that he doesn't sunburn unless he wants to. He just cooks evenly like a pot. Pop-Tart. <laughs> that was a, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. And he, when she asked him, she was like, and what are those things that are like dogs that live in the woods? And he was trying to avoid it. <laughs> I was like, I thought she was just being. No, like, I, I knew. Was like, she forgot how to I knew because I was looking at his face <laughs> and I knew that she was going to go that way. Just and he had this him. look on his face like, you little bitch. Like he knew. And he dished Wolf. it right back at her and said, you can't say nuclear. Yeah. But. I if it helps, I cannot say twelve in German. I act, no, that does not. What's help. something you can't say? I actually can't say. Nu- I say it how she says it. Nu- nu- nuclear, yeah, nuclear. That's how yeah. it's supposed to be said. I don't. I don't know. I say it how she says it. She said it, and I went. That's how I say it. But I know people have corrected me before. When when I was taking German, obviously I can count to twenty in German. I would do it for you guys now because it's amazing. But I cannot say twelve. I can say so many other German words, but I cannot say twelve. And I will say right now, and I know that Dominic's going to start laughing at me. Is it Zwolf? No, because I said it once and my <laughs> friend Tim was like laughing for like 20 <laughs> minutes and he's German, but because it, uh, it's uh, Zwolf, I can't say it. It's the worst. It goes Elf Zwolf Dreizen or Dreizen. Yeah, it goes all the way through and I can't fucking say it. I can count all of them and I'll just say 12 instead of Zwolf because I can't say it. <laughs> but how much did you love that he got a dog in Sacramento? Yes. That was ridiculous. <laughs> what did he say on this? Like she was like, so you can use nunchucks? And he was like, yeah, I'm a dangerous son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. And then that, okay, some godly person on Twitter said, what happened to your earring? And I went, yes, yes. <laughs> Dean's earring used to have its own Twitter account. Various oh, parts. Yeah, Dean's dimple has its own Twitter account. Oh my god, it's the best. But she asked what happened to it. He's like, it fell out and I lost it. And I was like, so in character, <laughs> so in character. And he's like, it's okay. We'll just go to Claire's and get you a ten pack. And I was like, girl, you are the best. But that yeah. answers the question. Is he had his nose pierced too? No oh, good. Which I knew, but <laughs> of course I knew that. So yeah, that was a fun show. It's I, fucking hilarious. I almost you guys. we were talking about how it should be longer. I think it's perfect how it is now. It, now it's perfect because they broke it up into segments because they have like the Twitter talk segment and the yeah. sh- between us segment. It's just it's brilliant. And yeah. if you haven't watched it, watch it. She's gonna do one with Cesaro, which I'm really excited. I feel for. like that one's already up. Uh, because n- I've seen every episode. I don't think it is. I really like the Wade Barrett one when she did one with Wade Barrett. I liked Titus I mean, O'Neil's guest spot. Oh, dude. That was really funny. It was hilarious. We need more, like, uh, and this is actually something I wanted to bring up. I love the Darren Young one, too. That one was great. When uh, th- when the network first started, it was basically like, we have all these pay-per-views. That's it. And we and don't even have all of them. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now they're, they're kind of hitting their stride with all the shows. And they're great shows. And they're all pretty good. Heath Slater's so. fucking nailing it. Oh, he, he has game night, right? Yes. <laughs> He's seriously yeah. so funny, so, but I'm super excited for the Cesaro one so I can tally how many times he mentions coffee. Yes, I'm ve- I'm I like where they're going with their it's definitely worth there's so much content it is definitely worth your ten dollars. Do you think did it start doing that around the same time that um Up Up Down Down started that they started getting cooler shit? Because Up Up Down Down isn't the same 
type of casualness that unfiltered is. I'd have to look. I know that that started before unfiltered started before, I think, mm-hmm. but it's the same level of casual that everybody really enjoys. And it's not like too personal, but it's just the right amount where you see somebody still yeah. teetering on that line of kayfabe and whatnot, but um, you're seeing all the things that you want to see. I would have to double check, but I would assume that maybe up the down, down had a lot to do with I stuff that's on. wish. Can you go to school to be Renee Young? Does anybody know? I, I mean, I could go to school her. to do what she does, but that I, wanna, I like school, but I don't like writing papers. I need to tell her that I pronounce uh, nu- nuclear the same way she does. Yeah, a Did friend of mine can't say pumpkin it? or calculator. Nuclear? He had to strictly like, teach himself how to say calculator. It's nuclear. Yeah, nuclear. So nuclear. It's, I say it like it's nuclear. Nuclear. A nuclear. Like ever it's clear. A nu- it's a nuclear. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, SummerSlam, it was announced yesterday that Brock Lesnar is going to be fighting Randy Orton at SummerSlam. Orton, Thoughts? you're back. Yeah, Randy Orton's back, apparently, and he's going to fight Brock Lesnar. So I would almost assume, well, probably not. I was going to say, I probably assume they're going to be on the same show when the brand split happens, but probably not. Well, because doesn't Brock Lesnar come and go as he pleases? Yes, he does. He's like a cat. He's got a UFC fight uh, in two days. So Do I go. care? Nah. I'm going to watch it some point mm-hmm. last week we went over bola competitors and um we forgot mark haskins so no, apology i i apparently did i was oh, okay. i was informed that i had forgotten mark haskins apparently they're going to announce the rest of them or so we're thinking right before 13 so uh they did announce one two three four more after we stopped talking about it marty scroll is going to be there matt seidel Kyle O'Reilly and Phoenix. So we have four more to go. We've heard some whispers in the streets, but whispers in the wind. In the wind. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for 13. But then, damn, if I could fucking land tickets to Bola, I would be set. I would never be, I would have to return everything I own <laughs> and, and then try and go. But I mean, that's like a life goal. I really want to go. Yeah, I. I kind of want to go as well. John wants to go, but then he said he doesn't want to cramp my style, whatever fucking that means. Well, I mean, you're one of the cool kids now. What style? (laughs) You become a cool kid by knowing a cool kid, John. That's how it works. Yeah. Right? I guess. Right? Whatever. Anyways. Speaking of (laughs) cool kids, good segment here. Uh, I want to wish a happy late birthday to our friend Dan from Twitter. It was his birthday last oh, week. Oh, uh, Dan is not a Yeti? Dan is a Yeti. It is, is a Yeti? He is. You're not a Yeti, Dan. But that is his Twitter handle. So, okay. Um, I just he wanted roots to... for Portugal, though. That's fine. No. We can forgive that. I cannot. I'm trying to wish him a happy late birthday. Uh, cool dude. Go follow him on Twitter. He's Dan very funny. Yes, I... Always enjoy my Twitter uh, interactions with him. He so. is at a Twitter follower level that I was like two years ago at Payback or Bare- some shit like that. Barely even two years ago. Oh, John's salty. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, go follow him. He's very funny. And also go follow our friend Dominic, who's German. So if you enjoy some German people. And he is at T-H-A. Is it T-A-L-A-N-O? T-A-L-A-N-O? Damn it. It's T-H-A-L-I-O-N-O. Doesn't even matter. Dominic with a K. We got into it the other day over that. And <laughs> and it is Dan is a Yeti. So there you go. Okay. I do have one last thing. Do you have anything else? Isn't there Facebook questions? There are. Okay. The only Facebook question was. Was one that's already been asked. Yes. It was go. Uh, now that the brackets have been released, go over them again. So we went over. Weren't we going to go over our draft picks? 
my draft picks are up on the do you want to well did you look at mine did you post them yes i did oh did you post as tornado okay that's probably why i didn't see them because if you post as tornado tag i had a very hard time with my draft mostly because i was taking way too many things into consideration which is overthinking's like kind of my jam but I had a bunch of questions that I had written down like, well, what if this happens and what does that happen? Like, what if that happens? Yeah, you were asking me a bunch of questions. I was was panicking. Yeah, you were a little bit. Like, panicking. Where did you you post it? On the Tornado Tag page, I believe. Not sure about the... Oh, there you are. Hey, look at that. Okay. Uh, I have your draft. I'm pulling it up right now. So we'll go over the raw roster. This is Marianne's roster, and I will... Yeah, and some of my questions based on the people that they even gave you an option for on Raw and then anybody that they would be bumping up on NXT were my questions based on what... Because they didn't give you those choices. They didn't give me those choices, but also based on the plot that's going on right now in NXT, how would they be able to cleanly bump someone up in in that correct amount of time? Well, we're going to get the conclusion to the Finn Shinsuke Before saga. or after? It's going to be next week, so that's before the draft. Okay. It's the week before. Okay. Yeah, I think they have titles off everyone that they want to bring up. So I'm not very confident in my draft picks, you guys, like at all. All right, we're gonna we're, we'll go from the bottom up on Raw here, just because on mine or yours. I'm, I'm looking at yours. No, oh, we don't. We really don't have to go over mine. Mine is on the it's on the website. I technically already did did my own fantasy before. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So you have this is on Raw. You have a uh, Primo and Epico, Braun Strowman, Dana Brooke. Just stop me if you have any comments. Remember I said I would change my mind at some point? Kalisto. Okay. Sami Zayn. Banter Corbin. Charlotte. Sasha Banks. Neville. Roman Reigns. Eric Rowan. Bray Wyatt. Big E. Xavier Woods. Seth Rollins. Bo Dallas. Cesaro. Brock. Sin Cara. Heath Slater. Naomi. uh, Alberto Del Rio. Did you... Is Paige on row? Did you split... No. You split them up. How dare you? Oh, I how didn't do it split, for that reason. How, how dare you split up that fantastic It didn't even couple. come into consideration. Which, that was another thing. She posted a picture of them and was like, fuck all of you. We're together. No. Your sarcasm was fucking fantastic just now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Heath Slater, Naomi, Alberto Del Rio, Tamina, Curtis Axel, Rosa Mendez, Nikki Bella, R-Truth, Alicia Fox, Kane, Kofi, Miz, Maurice, Goldust, Mark Henry, John Cena, Undertaker. I was, well, because you texted me and said, oh, they made me pick Undertaker. Yeah. Didn't want to. But I had a really hard time with Alicia Fox because I didn't know if she could quite just be split up with Nikki Bella quite yet. And I wanted to put Nikki Bella on Raw, but I also wanted to put Alicia Fox on her own. Uh-huh. But I had a really hard time with that one. And some of the choices that I had to make, other times I just didn't put those into consideration. I was just thinking of main people. I had a really hard time with Seth Rollins also. So I do I do enjoy that you split up you at least split up the shield so they're not all on one show. Yeah. So this is your SmackDown roster. I don't know why anybody would put them on the same show. It would be like the same thing. Uh you have Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, AJ Style, the Dudleys, Apollo Cruz, Kevin Owens, Becky Lynch. Simon Gotch, Paige, Rusev, Emma, Lana, Eva Marie, <laughs> Enzo, Luke Harper, Fondango, Big Cass, Aiden English, Summer Rae, Victor, Tyler Breeze, Dean Ambrose, Ryback, who got his nose broken today. Did you see that picture? Who the fuck cares? He got all fucked up. Anyway, uh, Connor, The Usos, Titus O'Neil, Darren Young, Sheamus, Jericho, Ziggler, Swagger, Natalia, Big Show, Zack Ryder, Randy Orton. 
there was a bunch of things I took into consideration with putting based on having that they were going to do two different titles for Raw and SmackDown. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, who could I re- Well, if you're having the one title stay the same on each one, mm-hmm. I what did I put the Intercontinental title on Raw, right? Yes, I believe you so. Did. And then the you know I, I looked at those rosters as who do I think I could realistically see carrying each of those titles. Okay. And I know that Cesaro wanted to go after the inter- Intercontinental title, or he has mentioned that. Okay. And I feel like he definitely should because he is all the oceans. I think this is um I think this is a good split. Um the only thing that I can tell that I did differently is I made my women's division on SmackDown stronger. I had a really hard time with that and I had to split it up. Yeah. Because I saw that and I was like, There's way too many women on this one and not enough on that one. And I wanted to make sure it was even because I felt like I should based on fairness. But yeah. I will say that it was definitely stacked the first time I went through. Um, it also doesn't look like you split up anyone except maybe Luke Harper. Luke Harper. I split up the Dudleys. I wanted to, but then I was like, because I could they even they could. Um, Bubba Ray is he's he I think he deserves a mid card single heel run on which little- show. I think I put him on SmackDown. I'm okay. or I left him on. Yeah, Raw. I didn't I really know. have. There was a bunch of them that I didn't really have an opinion on. Really, there was people that I was like, oh yeah, that person still exists, and I couldn't decide which one I disliked having to pick more: The Undertaker or Ava Marie. <laughs> but because then I was thinking, okay, if they're definitely not going to put Nia Jax up from NXT, but she's technically partnered with Ava Marie, I was like, buh, what the fuck. But then I was thinking, okay, if Bailey's going after the title again Uh and she's like super set on it, how could they bump her up if that's part of the plot for that one? True. And I had, well, I want Carmella to get bumped up and she's technically not really doing anything right now. So she could get bumped up and she would obviously be on the same show as Enzo and Cass, Uh despite them wanting to be, they're different. Yeah. But they can be friends. But I had put, what if it turns out, because I... Who do you do you have any idea? I know they're talking about Cena and AJ on SmackDown as like the headliner. Yeah, I was I was I saw that and I was like I would consider Reigns that. And on but then I was looking Raw. at it going, could I see John Cena on anything other than Raw? And that was like what was totally blinding my vision on it. I hope it. so. Uh, yeah. But I was wondering would they put Kevin Owens on a different show? Than whatever one Shane is running, because I know currently they very like, he very much does not like Shane. I hope they put them on the same show. Yeah, I know, and that's what I was like. Okay, which one? I feel like they should be on the same one, or um, they're going to people split up. are saying like bumping up like Bailey and Oscar and stuff like that. And I was like, how could that make any sense with the women's division in NXT right now? Like they, I think the NXT we haven't even seen people debut yet. We haven't seen. Whatever Athena's new name is, I can't remember it. Uh, Amber terrible. Moon. Ember Moon. Dude. Um, and we haven't seen we haven't seen a couple other people. Why, I mean, Nikki Storm hasn't debuted. What I think I'm, the women's division will be fine. It'll be fine. But what I'm saying is, yeah, and I agree with that. It'll be totally fine. But what I'm saying is, how would you do closure on the title? Like, Whoa. give it to Alexa Bliss and keep Alexa Bliss down, and then Alexa Bliss drop it to like Nia Jax and then boost her up or something. I have no. I. I don't know. I mean, they could call up champions and they could just be like, well, we're having a small tournament. That's probably what is going to end up happening one way or another with NXT or one of the shows. I don't know. I have no idea. I forgot about Neville when it had me choose. I don't know how far out he is. 
I fucking forgot. I'm, and if you watch Bracketology, they brought up Neville, and I was like, he looks like a science teacher. <laughs> yes, with his glasses he and his tucked like in shirt. Yeah, because they showed him on. He doesn't. He's great, but he doesn't have star power. And I feel like that's insulting, but I feel like he's not strong enough. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Okay, I don't. I don't mean that in an insulting manner at all. But I. I can't see him. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't seen all the potential on that one, but we'll see what they do with him. He doesn't. He's almost in a Dean Malenko sense, as in Dean Malenko didn't really have a personality, but that was his personality. If that makes not any having sense. a person, that's fucking great. But he was just a, he was the Iceman. He had no personality. He was all business. And I mean, they could do that with Neville. Does Battleground happen before or after the split? Battleground happens bef- before. Okay, so if at Battleground Dean retains the title, is it going to go so that title goes on one show and then Seth and Roman would be feuding over some other suddenly existent title on Raw? I think, well, let me just... I feel like that would make sense like and transition everything gracefully or what? Battleground happens after the split. What the fucking hell? It happens the Sunday after the split. Because I am so obsessed with making everything such a graceful transition that it's just not... I, like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Obviously, they're going to split up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, so it gives it even more meaning. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't want to make... Like you had said before, don't make one show silly. And oh, I had... Where someone just put like... Yeah. Um, who, Fandango who they, and like... Yeah. Fandango and so Raw I, I and tried. So I tried to balance out the silliness on levels of how silly things are. Yeah. So there's like some groups like the social outcasts are fucking silly. Yeah. So you can't put two really silly groups on the same show because then it would just draw away from it. But the new day is like good silly. Yeah. I mean, social outcasts is like fucking funny. Yeah. If you love Heath Slater, like I do, but I didn't want to like taking that into account. And it was just really hard for me. You guys, it was so hard. It was like trying to match up definitions on a test when you're like in high school and you have to draw lines between the things that match. And it was not easy and I did not have fun doing it. And I'm ashamed. It's okay. All right. I got I got one last thing. Okay. So there's been a lot of talk about pro wrestling tees and their customer service online. And I was actually one of the people that said, hey, um, I have like 15 years in customer service. I might be willing to relocate. If you want me to do your customer service, because um, it actually has been pretty bad. But today was payday, and I said I want to buy that um, progress shirt, the rainbow one that says uh, that's the hashtag um, include everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the pride one, and I was like, yeah, I want that. And then I bought. That's amazing. I bought. Um, what was the other shirt I bought? Oh, I bought I bought a brother Nero shirt. <laughs> and I bought them, and then I went. You know what? Does Jonathan Gresham have a pro wrestling tea store? And he did. And I went, fuck. I had already pr- placed the order. I received my email and I emailed the back and I said, hey, I want to add another shirt to this order. Is this cool? And Maggie replied to me very quickly and said, just place a new order. Send Email me the, nu- the order number and I'll refund you. I, she was going to refund me something. Very easy. Very nice. That reminds me of the DSW customer service. Not shouting out my employer, but we have fucking great customer service. And I'm so not even joking. <laughs> I was very happy with that. And um, yeah. 
So there you go. Yeah, there was people saying like the quality of my shirts and stuff would peel off. And I was like, Lord fucking knows. I have a million pro wrestling t-shirts and all of them were great quality. Yeah, I've never had any I order them extra the big and then cut them up like the one I'm wearing today. <laughs> I still have to do it to my Zack Sabre Jr. shirt. But I've always had not a hard time with it at all. Yeah. I don't see what other people are seeing on it. Um, well, they're, whoever they had, I, I don't, I don't want to get into it too much, but whoever they had running their Twitter account was um, an asshole. And he oh, I know that. Did not, who, they didn't know how to run a Twitter account for a company that is. Um, Hi, I'm in here. The, in the public eye is what it, what it was. I would be very good at that. But yeah, um, High Spots has a douchey guy that does for it too. <laughs> Shoot week. Shoot week all right is that all we got um yeah i do believe that's all we got you can uh, like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at team hate and you can follow marianne on twitter sailor moon salt i almost fucked that up because i'm so used to saying the other one but yeah sailor moon salt <laughs> subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher just search tornado tag radio and give us a rate and review as well and you can also subscribe to us and all of our other shows on soundcloud it's soundcloud.com slash the notlg and head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our t-shirts we don't do the customer service for spreadshirt but um they uh give us money if you buy shirts so we like that so that is it for us this week. So there is only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will. Ring the motherfucking bell. <laughs>